and go. Hello. Welcome to Journal Life on Wales. I'm Stacey. And I'm Chris. Hello. Welcome back to episode six. Episode six, halfway through the season already. Crazy. Well, if, if we stick to our 10 episode format. Time flies when you're having fun. Which we yeah. may well do. Absolutely, my dear. <laughs> Absolutely. So what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Oh, yes. Back to the gym. Yes, you have joined a new gym. It's like, uh, so you've joined a bit of a course style yeah. gym. My plan is to do a personal training course in January. So I'm going to train, become a personal trainer. Yes. So I just thought from now to Christmas, I'm doing like a six week. It's te- it is technically, it's a Christmas trend, but it's just for me to get a feel for the new gym and um, the, the layout and things that they do and how they um, manage coaching me alongside a group of able-bodied. Yes, yes, that's right. You were saying about that and are you finding it good so far? I'm loving it. As somebody who has trained with a personal trainer for the past two, three years, it's my home. It's where I am most happy. But the thing is, for the past wee while, I have trained one-to-one with a female trainer. Yes, yep. So this is completely different. See, I, I actually think like even group things would, I don't know if intimidate is the right word, but I would be a wee bit nervy about group things, you know, because it'd be like, do you remember on one of our podcast episodes we were talking about, we were thinking about going to meditation? Yep. Uh, that's enough, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, we, we do something. I still think about <laughs> that. I really love the meditation. That is, like, I meditated for about an hour yesterday and I really enjoyed it. But, uh, oh, I see the stress I've been under for the past couple of months. It's something that's been in the back of my mind. Oh, in your meditation. It's great. It's, it's literally one of my favorite things to do at the minute. I'll teach you, my dear. I think I need to take it on. I, I'm only 30 pounds an hour, so I'm really good by you. I'm really good by you. And, and, you know, you'll pay me the 30 pounds an hour, and I will just pretty much hit play on the head for you. But, do you feel better, do you? Yeah. But you'll also get my guidance on hit and play on the head for you. So, yeah. I'm going to set up. But no, yeah, so whenever we were going to the meditation, I think we were talking about that at the time. I think it was one, on one of our episodes, just about being a bit nervy. Um, we didn't want the teacher making a big deal of us. Yeah. Uh, being, in a, being in wheelchairs, uh, in that kind of setting. So did you, you know within this, people will make a bit of us. I don't want to say sing, but I want to try to say it from an able-bodied person's point of view. Yeah. You know, what way are they supposed to react? You know, that kind of way? Yeah. If they do nothing uh, to help you, they're in the wrong. Yeah. What if they do too much? Too much, you're like, they're what, the, the, <laughs> Then they're pointing out too much. Yeah. So, um, sorry, we were going to ask something. Oh, no, sorry. No, I was just going to say, how are you finding the group work so far? And Jim, now it's only been uh, 30 days for you. Yeah. Three days a week. So I've only done three days. And how have you found the intro? How many group classes have you done? Or have you done one or two or no, three? Every day is a group. Ah. Good session. And how have you found the integ- integration so far? Like really, really positive. Everybody's lovely. Um, has it been nice and like low key, you know, seamless kind of? This is the thing. Yes. Although, let's be honest, there are some exercises as a disabled person just can't do. Yeah. You know, so that will always be at the back of your head. But we've come across things like that, 
and they have been so well equipped to adapt that it's just it's just been done and that's yeah you know no if buts or maybe's about it so is it like the class is the class is doing this and they like come over to you for 30 seconds and say right yes you're doing this variation uh but it's an it's a variation that you're able to you're able to easily do and then yep. and then they just move on with the rest of the class that's it so it's not being pointed out in any kind of uh, as you say, I wouldn't say the word for it is a saying usually, but it's kind of like, to be, it, it, it's nice if it's like very matter of factly, they just kind of give you the alternative yeah. nicely. It seems to be that they are very well equipped with not only the equipment, but the knowledge. Yeah. And that's what I really like, because everybody's human, do you know what I mean? So it, do, it doesn't bother me that much if somebody, as a personal trainer says, I've never trained somebody with a disability, we're learning together. That's 100%. But the fact that they seem to have that knowledge already. Yeah, it is quite good. A bit of a bonus. See, I've had that before, actually, because I've, I've not, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, a friggin', I'm not, like, a world class athlete or anything. But I've had, um, I've had a few uh, PTs over the years, and some of the PTs are kind of saying, you know, some of the PTs have kind of been like, all right, okay, well, look, uh, I'm going to learn alongside you. Yeah. And then other PTs are like, I like it if they're genuinely learning alongside you, but I'm also kind of, there's, you know, there's some PTs that'll tell you they're learning alongside you, but they're not. They're just kind of maybe, um, I don't know what way you would describe it, but you know, but I've, I've got, I've got a good notion of those PTs that actually, actually are learning. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't mean that in the bad way, but. Instead of actually admitting. Yeah. Like I've had a couple of, yeah. Like. I've had maybe two or three, well, maybe four PTs over my lifetime because like I'm 35 now, and uh, happy about it. And uh, I'm not very happy about it. But I have, but I've had like I've had like one PT that was really quite innovative, uh, you know. And I was like, oh my goodness, he's really, you know, he's already thinking about all this, or or, he, or he's doing really good adapting all this on the fly. Oh. And I kind of liked all that, you know. Uh, and is that have you felt like so far they've been pretty knowledgeable and yeah like the comfort is just really really lovely you know it's just i don't know how to explain it but it's been a positive experience so far you put it that way well that's good and how long does it go on for you know say is it six weeks or oh uh, yeah i thought you meant the actual session um yes six weeks although um yeah let's tell the listeners what, what time you what time are your uh, sessions scheduled for you, mad woman? Yeah. <laughs> so I started sex, so I've been up at five. Uh, yeah. See, I <laughs> I could not do that if my life depended on. So well done for that. Again, that's my happy, happy place. You know, being up at that time in the morning. Don't get me wrong, by lunchtime, I'm ready to go back to bed again. But uh-huh. um, there's something about being up that time in the morning and being proactive do you really like it i love it oh my god i hear that <laughs> let's, unpack, let's 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 unpack that a little bit let's talk about that um what makes you think like why do you love it uh, you see a lot more that time in the morning which is really bizarre because nobody's awake but i don't mean people <laughs> uh-huh. i mean just general surroundings that's that sounds really wah-wah it's like no, i really think do you feel more, is it a wee bit like now? Do you like the peacefulness? Yes. And the observation? Yeah. Because I would say that's why I like 
the likes of Robert and I because yeah. the, it's quiet and peaceful. Peaceful, yeah. That's them over there now, though. And you get the, uh, you get the observe more. Yeah. So, oh, I just got a drip on my head. I don't know if it was from a tree or it was starting to rain. That was really cute. Did you see that wee doggy had his own wee flashlight? Yeah, I did. That was really cute. Um, yeah, so we're at the forest park. Yeah, we're in our park in the dark. Like, thing again, yeah. But it is very, isn't it very peaceful? You know what? See, the first time we done this, I was like, I can't believe you do this by yourself. Oh, yeah. But see, now that we've done it a couple of times, I'm, I'm like, yeah, let's do that again. It's one of the most, it, it is honestly one of the most peaceful things you can ever do in the world. Like, look how peaceful this is. It really is beautiful. Right. We'll put a photo on Instagram. Yes, you took another wee photo there, didn't you? I look how misty it is in front of us. Like, so it's, yeah. something, it's like something out of a horror movie, it's but it's so, lovely. It is really misty. I did try to take a photo of that, but it was too, like, all you can see is thick smoke. Yeah, and it was going to say the, the flashlight takes away from some of it. But then if you don't use the flashlight, it would be a black It would be a black photo. Yeah, that's it. But I did take one before we started, and it's beautiful. It's like, like something you would see in a film of... Like this time of year, you know, the whole autumn. Yeah. I can fall. Yeah. Vibe. Somebody's going to jump out and kill you. Uh, oh, I just you go and run up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah tell me that. Jump out and kill you. Uh, tell me that, Taxi. <laughs> have you watched anything? Have you watched anything scary yet on Netflix for, oh, for Halloween? I live on my own. I've not watched. Yeah, I've yeah, I am, but. Uh, and you're a freak. <laughs> do you know what? Was, do you know what's supposed to be quite good by having to eat a house of. Uh, fall of the fall of the house of usher which um i ignorantly i originally thought it was about usher the singer but then i find it it was a, it's a fictional horror series right i always want to watch stuff for halloween like horror stuff yeah it's yeah, loves i do like a good horror but i'm not brave enough i'm not, I'm I'm not watching it by myself do you remember years ago we started well i don't know it was probably a year or two before the pandemic uh, but do you remember we started American Horror Story? Yeah, I started American Horror Story a couple of times and still haven't finished it. I know, I know. How far did we get? We got to like season two or three. I can't what? remember to be honest. I think we got to the start of season three. It's a really good series though. Why did we stop watching it? Because I'm a scatterbrain. <laughs> We're not watching it for some reason. I can't remember why. <laughs> Life. Or maybe 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 it just kind of fell off a radar, did it? Yeah, life gets in the way. Because at that stage, any time we met each other, it was usually for coffee or brunch. Yep, feeding our faces. I love a good brunch. It's my favorite meal. Yeah, me too. But yeah, so you have um, so you've uh, joined uh, like a a gym. Uh, well, not it is a gym, but you've joined like a, a program of sorts to lead up to Christmas. Yep, that's not a bad idea. No, especially because. As a, I don't know if I've, have I mentioned it before. What that about the um, being a bit depressed this time of year? Yeah, your Christmas blues. I think you did mention it in another episode. I think you're not alone there, though. You know that whole side. You know that. Yeah, that's the, I want to mention. There's no affective disorder. Yeah, I think a lot of people get that. Now, I'm not saying that I don't get it right, but see, the last few mornings, the sun is brighter through all my windows yeah. in the morning. Nice. And then I do love the cozy nights in. Although, let's be honest, what time of the morning are we talking, Chris? Because my morning's not your morning, your morning's not my morning. No, but the mornings <laughs> I get up to appreciate the stuff, usually like 9 or 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for, well, for work, it's been like, you know, half seven, quarter eight. But even at that, yeah. the sun's still been shining through. Yeah, windows some of those mornings, yeah. which is pretty good. Yeah. So I have to say, I, I wouldn't say I'm the opposite. 
of the whole seasonal affective disorder thing. Uh, the kind of, you know, the, the winter blues. But what I would say is, I wouldn't say I'm the opposite. But this, that wee bit uh, winter sun in the mornings. It's beautiful. Helps to lift my mood because yeah. it's beautiful. And then I do love the cozy nights in. Like, the idea of that, but the reality just isn't, isn't there for me. Well, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then, of course, I don't do any of it. <laughs> um, but, like, last night, I had I had a candle lit, as you do. As you do. Uh, I had a candle lit, and I was, I've been really into reading, my, 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 I've been reading a lot lately. Like, I've, I've been really into my Kindle and stuff. Yeah. Uh, me and a few work runs, obviously, you know, that we do, we D&D group. Uh, so I have been, so I've been reading like a couple of, uh, D&D based novels and stuff like that. So I have to say there's the odd cozy night in where I'm like, oh yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read for a wee, a wee hour or something like that. But then, of course, there are other nights in where I'm like, right, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And then of course, I just end up wasting that. the night, yeah. Do you know what? I've got really bad, all right? And I actually feel really, really... I've been really ashamed of admitting this. Because I don't do it anyway. I've always said that. Really wrote. Yeah, I've always said that I'll never get TikTok because of the black hole that I fall down. But do you know what I'm finding? That, that same black hole is starting to exist on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Of like those wee mini... Social media things. Yeah, those wee mini kind of 15, 20 second videos. Yep. And before you know it, my dear, 20 minutes has passed. Yeah, I'm not anything. I know. Because you're just watching a bunch of stupid videos on Instagram. And for me, it's because I'm really, really daft. But for me, those videos are either technology related or dance related. I am a real sucker for dance videos. <laughs> like, I cannot dance uh, very well. And yeah, I'm such a sucker for either a tech, like a tech kind of video or dance video. And I'm sitting there going, I don't have TikTok, but I might as well. Yes. Awesome. I fell down the TikTok rabbit hole a long time ago. But, um, no, I love the idea of it. Yeah, it, the reality is just totally different for me, to be honest. But then you also probably wouldn't, like, I find it very hard to settle on, like, uh, I need to be, like, enjoying a nice big cup of tea and eating something to enjoy a good program on Netflix. You should yeah. see me. Right, because there's probably like some now we get the like ADHD and kind of, I, if I'm not, if I don't have a nice big cup of tea or something to eat food wise, uh-huh. I find, I can find it very hard to concentrate on a movie while my hands are free. But, that's interesting. Now that sounds really on, do you not find that? Like if you've never been to cinema or something and you don't know what to do with your hands? No. No, that's not That's, I mean, that's not criticism, but it's. You know, I'm sure it's not just you. And then I was like, not me. can I eat chewing gum while I'm watching some And it kind of fills the void, but not as much. Yeah. Do you know what I was actually going to say? That I couldn't remember what I was... Lost my train of thought. Yeah, I happened because I got older. <laughs> I think where I'm going wrong, or not going wrong, but possibly could improve my evenings, the dark nights, um, by taking up reading. Because I keep saying I'm going to, but again, I've scatterbrained and I can't. Yeah, it's concentrate. It, do you know what? It's definitely it's. it's I know that this is going to sound really, really boozy of me, right? But it's. <laughs> I went through periods of my life where I can barely look at a book for six months, uh-huh. and then I go through other periods like now, where 
I'm reading for like two and three hours a day. Yeah. Um, and I know that, like, for example, uh, a wee colleague of mine, um, Irene, she, she would read quite a lot to me and her would uh, talk quite a lot. And then my granny used to read quite a lot, but just had a tough time over, you know, the last kind of year. Uh-huh. And she says, no, even though, like, my granny used to read one or two books a week. And, you know, cool. she's now saying, like, she cannot settle to read a book. Yeah. She's just, you know what? she's got out of the way of it. And I do, it sounds really bougie, but I, I, I don't want to say skill as in, well, I suppose being able to read is a skill, but it's not that, it's, it's not the reading part of it. I think it's the skill of being able to settle. Yeah. For it. And I think Probably with things and, you know, the right book. Oh, well, actually, yes. Man point. Actually, yes. Okay. Sorry. I tell a lie. I would agree with you there. I actually think finding the right book is even more important than this. Yeah, it's the same. I want to sit down and read, but. Yeah. You know. I, I think the thing that works for once you, uh, like, so I would go through, uh, I would go through like six months stints of not reading at all. Yeah. Like, barely picking up a Kindle at all. Now I would go through periods of, you know, um, going crazy. But I think a lot of that has to do with now that I read so much, I know what kind of books I like. Uh-huh. So I very rarely would read a disappointing book or I would very rarely now open a book where I'm like, oh, this is crap. I can't be bored with this. Yeah. Because I now know my style. I now know the kind of style of book that I like. Yeah. So I... You have the problem with me. <laughs> you need to find the genre. Trying to... That... Having to do all that, I'm like... Mm. You need to find the genre where you where you get a good book and you cannot put it down. Yeah, I know. Or that makes sense. And for different people, it's different things. Yeah. Do you know, like for example, every now and again, I love a good biography or autobiography, but it's not my go-to. Yeah. I would only read about two or three biographies a year. Everything else is fiction. Do you know what I would do? Why not get my hands on? What? Um, Matthew Perry's book. Oh, no, what's him? It's it's good. Yeah. You still Britney Spears as well. Britney Spears book. Her book was, was like, I haven't read her book and it's not on my list per se, but her books was quite good as well. Yeah. Matthew Perry's um That was vain. Matthew Perry Matthew Perry's was good. Matthew Perry's uh God Rest is Soul. Uh Matthew Perry's was a very good listen, but it was also very frustrating. Right. Because um now it was a very good book. I got I got it on the audible. You know, I'm always listening to one or two books and reading one or two books. Uh-huh. Um, that's dedication. That is. That is dedication. I have to explain this to my dad and stuff because they make fun of me. They're like, "How can you do that?" And I'm like, "Well, how many different types of TV programs do you watch?" Yeah, right. Well, that's it. That's a hundred percent. And my my only thing about reading multiple books is I have to make sure they're all different styles of books. That you know, like I literally thinking that. Yeah, like I could I could I couldn't read different. like I couldn't read like four police crime thrillers all all at the same time. Yeah. Because it gets the plots all confused. But it can read really, that. That's really good. That, that is a skill. Yeah. To... Yeah. Well, as I can read four books that have, that are, that are very different subjects. Yeah. Because they don't get those confused. But yeah, Matthew Perry's book was very good, my dear. Are, were you actually thinking about it? Yeah. Yeah, it's been on my mind. It's a lovely wee book, but it is also about, there's like 50 odd chapters of him just recovering a struggle yeah and then go back and recovering and go back and it's heartbreaking yeah. because it's one of those things where you are kind of thinking oh you're just kind of hitting your head off a wall form yeah what obviously you know the struggle for that kind of thing you know 
I guess you don't know it unless you know it. But now the the book's very, very good. So I would definitely give it a wee listen if you were thinking about it. Yeah, no, I, I have been on my mind quite a lot recently. You don't have um, Audible because of your illegal activity? <laughs> but, but, uh, your illegal activity? But what do you have, what do you have said? You, you do have... Uh... I don't really listen to many audiobooks, to be honest. Um, I used to them to them and then again just I don't know just and just not at the minute but you know what's hilarious two weeks ago uh-huh. I was in the library twice <laughs> really you know I wasn't reading I was writing but yeah um I think we talked about this before I just felt I needed that headspace because I don't know something about the library atmosphere because there isn't much of an atmosphere. Yeah, I think that's the same reason I love a good coffee shop. Yeah. Because you can switch off and you don't have to talk to people. Yeah, you're 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 anonymous. Really you're anonymous. But but you're also um out and about relaxing. Yeah. Like yeah, I love reading the, I, I, I love I keep my Kindle to a coffee shop when I get the opportunity. Yeah. I, I love I need to get a Kindle. You should, but you need to identify your you need to be like you need to know your book first. Yeah. But if I ever get a new one, you can have my old one. Not that it's that old, like it's only two or three years old. Unlike that face, they don't actually change much about the Kindles. No. But yeah, if I ever get a new one, you can... The real old, yeah. Look in the one. But anyway, um, so that was a lot about my week or two. How have you been and what's been happening with you? What have I been up to? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I, uh, obviously we were a bit late getting the other podcast out. I had a few B family things. Uh-huh. Um, so that has took up a wee bit of my time. And then, uh, I have been, oh my goodness, I don't actually know what I've been doing, to be honest. Well, I suppose I've been trying to segue back into my health and fitness. Yep. I think we were taking a wee bit of a break after Italy. Uh, it was Italy. Yeah, it was. Um. You're laughed. Holiday. Oh, hi. Well, I wouldn't call it that, but yeah. Uh, Rugby's off now, isn't it? Until. It is until we're not really properly starting back until like late January, early February. Um, now is your time to party. Yeah. So I've been doing, <laughs> cl- I've been doing like club stuff and I'll probably still do a wee bit of training with my teammate all next year, or whatever. But no, generally speaking, I've been taking the easy. Uh-huh. Uh, we've had quite a few things on in work. So that has took up a few extra days and then yeah dnd i oh I, yeah dnd today um yeah so i played dungeons and dragons with a few ones out of work as well as my mate dave or our mate dave rather and um david shout out to david <laughs> yeah that uh, that's actually been quite good sometimes we um we had a real good giggle at it last week uh it was funny enough they think not as funny as last week but yeah it's pretty good but other than that, we aren't there. I don't know where the week has went, to be honest. I know. You just get by like um, Or the other week. But this week, I am um, uh, just back to normal work, which is good because it was doing a good bit of extra work there last week and the week before. So back to normal in work this week. And then I'm also, we're supposed to be, me, Dave and Jess, we're supposed to be helping the Belfast Trust make uh, videos. Oh, about, about the assessment process for about the assessment process for 
Um, wheelchairs, right? So I'm very interested to hear how that goes. Well, basically, just the one of the one of the in a nutshell, uh, we have helped them redesign the assessment forms. Uh, so the assessment form, I think they would help. I think it'd be helpful enough for me to say the previous assessment form, kind of. It was very clinical, but it also made you feel a bit. It was kind of like, you know that you know that vibe you get when you're a wheelchair user, and they just kind of everybody does the same as you're just kind of sitting in the house all the time. Yep, that's kind of the vibe that the previous assessment form was given. So right. we've we've been working alongside the trust to um to make that a bit more uh, personable, and you know it's about recognizing that. Let's say, for example, just because you're not employed or don't work, it doesn't mean you're not doing anything, and it also doesn't mean that you don't need your wheelchair. Yep, 100%. To, to be at a certain level, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, uh, for example, you know, Dave was sent to him as well. It's been quite a while since he's been out working. But he still does a lot of, you know, he still goes and sees his nieces, you know, his nephews, and yeah. he still does a lot of kind of stuff for family, and he still needs, you know... He still leads an active life. Yep. Um, just because the previous form didn't ask about any of those things. So in a nutshell, yeah, we're, we're doing videos to kind of help improve that. That's really, really good. I like that. Uh, we're just trying to get, we're just trying to help. Uh, and now I have to say this. It's like modernizing. Yeah, no. we're, yeah, we're modernizing it because to be fair, it looks to me like the, uh, the, the assessment form hasn't been looked at. In a long time, probably, uh, and we're just kind of bringing it up to be like, okay, well, you know, uh, number one, just because this person doesn't work doesn't mean that they're not active, yeah, or that they don't maybe go and do frigging, uh, that they don't go and do shopping for their family, or that they don't, uh, really? or just that, they, that they don't help look after kids, mm-hmm. um, all all those kind of things, basically everyday stuff that it's taken for granted. The able-bodied person does it, yep. But I think people sometimes will assume that people don't do that no. or something like that, you know. So um, help them with that and improving the uh, the 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 forms for it and then the videos to go alongside it. I love that. Brilliant. And then what else am I doing this week coming? And then it's Rejoice's birthday, so I have to see him at some stage. Yeah. He is, he's a thing. That's crazy. Which I just find <laughs> absolutely mind-blowing. Um. I can still remember the day. I can still remember the day he was born. So the fact that <laughs> way he, back of the day, <laughs> yeah. So the fact that he's turning your thing, uh, is, is mind you how to get older. Yeah, I know. <laughs> can you ever picture the day that like Jessica or someone is going to be like your thing? It's, I know it's crazy. It is really weird to think about. Uh, look at her now. She look just the way she goes about things. You'd think she was at. A lot older than she is. She's only seven. And yeah, you know, I just look at her and go, "You're only seven. I think that's a, I think that's a, a big thing with kids. <laughs> they 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 grow up faster, you know. But yeah. but here, sorry, before we get too far on, something I remembered about them when you were talking about um the doing stuff for the trust and whatnot. Somebody had contacted me during the week. Uh-huh. I'm going to keep the person anom- anonymous. But they were basically asking my opinion on um, occupational therapists, you know, and wheelchairs, you know. Yes. 
there's obviously been a, a clash of opinion there between them and their occupational therapist yeah. on what they are, what they need for their chair. Yep. You know, and this person has got really rattled and asked for my opinion and I'm, and yours also, you know, she, the person been listening to the podcast and whatnot and was just asking had we run into any difficulties with Oh yeah. An occupational therapist basically standing as an able bodied person telling you what you need in regards to your wheelchair that you use every day in life. Yeah. Because they've yeah. got the qualification. Yes. And I think uh, now, you know, the staff that we're working alongside in the Belfast Trust are lovely. Yeah. But one of the main things that we've been advocating for is kind of like Anybody who's given advice on wheelchairs needs to have a lot more experience of being in that wheelchair yep. than simply just theoretical knowledge that has got them a qualification. Uh-huh. And that's not to dish anybody that, that has a qualification in it. Yes. That is simply to say that in order for you to stand over the decisions that you're making on behalf of somebody else, somebody else you should also have more knowledge of either being in a wheelchair or how a wheelchair operates. 100%. And if you're never in a wheelchair, then that knowledge is purely theoretical. Yep. But the other thing as well is, and this is part of what our assessment form that we're working toward uh, with the Belfast Trust, but this would also be used for like the like society students as well, by the way. But it's the fact that the person with the disability is their own expert. Yep. You and I, uh, by, by the time you get to a certain age, and it doesn't even be that old, uh, by the time you get to about the age of 15 or 20, you probably know your disability yep. but better than any doctor. Yeah. Um, ROT is ever going to. That, that's not to diminish the importance of like doctors and OTs. That's and, the important part. Yeah. That's not, that's not to diminish the, the kind of the skills that an OT and a doctor. Qualifications uh, and yeah. training and all but that. The qualifications and the skills and the training are important. But I would say equally so is the person who's actually living the the disability. Because, as I say, by the time you get to age 15 or 20, you're going to know your disability pretty darn well. Yep. And, like, obviously, you know our friend group. There's, like, four of us, all with CP. Yep. We couldn't be any more different if we tried. Yes. In, in terms of how the disability affects us. So... Do you know what? That's actually something I never thought about. Yeah. So out of the four of us, you know, the only one that really knows our disability truly is each of us. It's a single person. Because, like, all four of us have CP. And you and Dave uh, have, uh, you know, spina bifida. yeah. SP, but that doesn't sound as good as CP. No. So, you know, that doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's the <laughs> But, you know, again, you know, you're going to know your own disability better than any OT is. Yep. And that's one of the things that we're fighting against. Um, you know, not with the trust. We're working alongside the trust at but I'll give you an example. Uh, we one of the things I I was working extra this week, and one of those things was we had an independent living event. Uh, in work, basically we invited like three odd hundred people, and we were trying to just uh, we were trying to like kickstart a wee bit of a campaign and kind of uh awareness, if you will. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm going to try and explain them in a nutshell. But we've came to, and I, I, I kind of thought this for we right as well. But we've came to the conclusion on work, right? The uh, gay pride, for example, right? 
Uh-huh. It tends to be a very unified thing, right? Everybody gets together for gay pride. Everybody knows what they want to achieve. Everybody knows what the important issues is or are. Sorry, that's really bad grammar. And every, everybody, our place. Yeah, everybody kind of bands together. Uh-huh. Um, this is probably quite a serious one for our for our podcast, but it's sure. but but it's important. Um, with the likes of the the LGBTIAQ plus community, um, like everybody tends to be on the same page. Uh-huh. I don't think that in Northern Ireland, um, I don't think that we can say the same thing at the minute about the disability community. No. Now, my own personal theory, even outside of work, would be that it's all very individualistic. 100%. So, and this is, now I'm partly guilty of this as well. Uh, apart from work, now obviously because of the work I do, I like to think that I am helping other people. Uh-huh. But even as myself, on a personal viewpoint, even, even I think that I have quite an individualistic view. And that's to say that I'm like, right, can you get me sort of with a wheelchair? Okay, I'm happy away I go. Yeah. And I don't really band together with anybody else to stick, you know, to the to the kind of the campaign or to stick up for anybody else. Now obviously I do a lot of that in work, but I just mean outside of work. Even I feel like we're very like things things have fallen backwards. Right. For us in Northern Ireland in terms of uh disability and wheelchairs and things like that. And I, I remember there was an American guy at our event on Tuesday. And he was just pointing out that, like, in American stuff, they have more of a, you know, like, a, you obviously know about disability rights. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know, do you or I know when disability awareness day is? Nope. When is it? I will give you a hundred pound if you're able to tell me now when it is. Do you know what I mean? Well, as I'm very much aware that, uh, that, uh, gay pride in Belfast, I'm very aware that that's, like, the yeah. first weekend in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, in recent years, I learned when Spider Buffett awareness month was yeah so i just feel like oh, without uh, we're not very we haven't been campaigning yep very well Lasted. for the last years i do you know what and this again this is a personal view not to do with work but i think a large part of the issue is that disability isn't sexy whereas uh, gay gay pride and things like that it's kind of been made to be fun and sexy and you know yeah i don't know what other way to describe it but i think that's one of the barriers is disability unfortunately i'm not saying it's not sexy i just feel like it's not viewed it would be sexy to some people <laughs> yeah but i just feel like it's not a very sexy topic that a lot of people no. want to band together and get on board with yeah and we probably need to do it a bit more so we uh anyway uh you're asking about you know that person that asked about a wheelchair there are plenty of ways to challenge that and um you know i i would encourage them to like uh reach out and contact you again or contact me and Yes. Um, I had their permission to speak about this and to ask your um, opinions and stuff. I definitely think we're trying to move the trust toward at least Belfast and South and we're trying to move them at least toward, and it is successful, and I have to say the staff that we're working alongside have been fantastic, uh-huh. but we're trying to push them toward that they're, uh, I wouldn't, it's not saying that they're not the expert, but the person in the wheelchair yeah, their expert opinion is just as valid as the OT who maybe hasn't spent any time or a very small amount of time in a wheelchair. Some would argue it actually goes out way tiny bit above. Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying that as someone sitting in a wheelchair. Maybe I am, but I mean, 
let's be honest, who we're living with it. So, you know, again, that's not to say that the skills and the qualifications aren't important. They really are. But I don't think we're given enough. No, we're not giving we're not giving enough credit. And even in the even in the private space, God, this episode really has turned in there, Rand. But even that's at, what we're here for. <laughs> even in the private space of wheelchairs at the moment, then I don't know if I imagine America and Ireland and different countries would share some of this. But even in the private space, uh-huh. um, I would still say there's not enough sales reps and not enough people in the private space who yeah. are doing who are doing that kind of work as well. Um, yeah. We need more representations. We need more representation, <laughs> especially within like the disability community and the, especially when it comes to like equipment and yeah, hundred percent. You know things that we use on an everyday basis. Well, here's one for you. So we've done now coming up to two laps of this forest park. I'm starting to get a blister on my hand. <laughs> oh, are you actually right? This 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 is the wheelchair um dilemma for you. This will be our last one. This will be our last one. Don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. I just thought it was relevant to mention. <laughs> well, I, you know why? Yes, because I said you last week. Because obviously I do the winter rugby and stuff, I don't get a lot of blisters. Uh-huh. And I think I said you last week that I was quite surprised because I ended up with a blister. Yeah. But then that was one of the weekends we had done a lot of cushions. Yeah. Was that? Was that after? When did I? When did I get that? Bl- when did I? When did I get that blister? I wonder. Was that after the day we were in return? Yeah. And on the park. I yes. Yeah. And I think I within that within that space for weekend I'd done like maybe fifteen miles, and I ended up getting the blister. And I was like, oh well, I'll probably take the, I'll probably take the mech out of there a wee bit. Yeah. Well, you know what? This could lead into the whole conversation of. Gloves, do you wear them? Do you not? What's your opinion on that? The, and weather conditions? I as a wheelchair you Yeah, so I wore them in I wore them in winter. So I obviously wear gloves for rugby and I it took me it took me a long time. Like I tried every type of glove under the planet. Uh-huh. And I ended up settling on this very basic pair of mechanic gloves. <laughs> and I would stick a very basic and I also like because they're all black with wee bits of orange or blue, but they're not really kinda they're reasonably subtle. They kind of look like the pair of gloves that a serial killer would use if they're going to kill you. Um, you know, or like a hitman. Kind of a nice, subtle pair of black gloves that you could get away with strangling somebody with. Yeah. And um, so after trying every glove in the world, I kind of settled on these basic mechanic gloves. Now, I don't wear them in everyday life. It's, I only really wear them whenever I'm playing rugby. But come the winter, I do, uh, come the winter, I do tend to stick them on. Come November, Usually because either it's a good bit colder or the air is a good bit damper or it's just generally wet. Yeah. So I, my personal opinion is I'm not fond of uh, wearing gloves every day. And right, I have a real peppy, I don't judge me for this, but I actually don't like people that wear fingerless gloves cushioning their wheelchair. It doesn't make much sense. Because it doesn't. Well, I was literally about to say the same thing. Because I don't know about you, but anytime I get a blister, it's usually on my fingers. Yep. I very rarely get a blister. Mine's on my thumb. Yeah, I very rarely get a blister on the palm of my hand from pushing my everyday wheelchair. 
No rugby's different. Like I've got big calluses on my palms because you push it. There's no hand rim. Uh huh. Well, within every day, try at the, the wee finger this gloves don't really make sense to me. Uh, because any blister that I ever do get is usually on my fingers or my thumb. So any wheelchair user that uses pancreas gloves, Chris, is bitching about you? Yeah, I do. It, <laughs> it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Not, Not like to it. me. Unless they've got a pushing style, that means that they do get a big blister on their palm of their hand. Well, well you know, that's another um, road you could go down with it. You know, pushing styles, weather conditions. Well, I know as well, because my, uh, most of my teammates all have spinal injuries. So they push their research very different from I do. They normally push theirs with the back of their hands, like with their knuckles. Because they don't have the same hand function. Yes. So not all spinal injuries would be able to grip the hand rim uh-huh. in quite the same way. So I suppose, yeah, there is different uh, pushing techniques. But I would highly recommend a good pair of very basic mechanic gloves. Yeah, the ones you use are good to be for. And they're dirt cheap as well. Yeah. I get like 24 for eight pounds. And in rugby terms, uh, one set of gloves would last me about three weeks. And in everyday life terms, one set of gloves would last me about half a year. So at 24 pounds at 24 pounds for eight pounds, they are they're the best gloves that I've ever seen. I don't forget about it. Has anybody ever bought like woolen mittens or something for winter? I'm sure, yeah. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but as a wheelchair user, especially in our very wet country, nightmare. Woolen mittens. Because people have bought me them before, you know, well intentioned. Yeah. But they just end up really wet and soggy. Yeah. You just end up with really wet hands. That's one thing my mum always done with me growing up. She went through gloves after gloves, trying to get me the right ones. But for me, personally, gloves just don't. I just find it easier not using them. Yeah, it's really you weird. Uh, it's a, it's not something that has really appealed to me, not until I find my rugby gloves. Yeah. But even at that, I don't wear them year-round. I only wear them November, December. Yeah. In everyday life. Mm-hmm. Or if it's really cold, like we do have the occasional cold summer. Yeah. That's, that's a big part. Um, they're... It's the weather. The we- what I'm trying to say is the weather has a big part to play in it. Yes, it does. <laughs> that took me backwards. And I'm very glad yeah. now that I have rubber hand rims rather than metal ones. But then when you go away to a warm country, I was getting the hand worn to all places. <laughs> so yeah, I, it's really weird. You'd almost need two sets of wings for two different climates. We should have called this podcast the lemmas of a winter user. The lemmas of a winter user. <laughs> yeah, diet of a winter user lemmas. <laughs> But I'm sure there's something useful in there for somebody. What about? Whoa, whoa. Now, forgive me for asking because we've obviously delayed with our last podcast. What was our last challenge? Um, The one before that was, the one before our last challenge was uh, getting, a, you know, having a good wind down period. Is that not the last one? I- no, we had a challenge after that. Oh, you know what? Our challenge after that was to try and get outside. Uh, to, to the likes of a park or even just a, a brief push for like a half hour in our day and I can tell you now but here I'm not going to lie I absolutely sealed at it mostly yeah. because I had family stuff but even at that I still, I still feel that yeah I didn't do great either I did get out obviously going to the gym and stuff but it, I mean that doesn't count 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you're outside for 30 to 60 minutes to on any kind of person. How many, how many no. times of the week would you have achieved that? Realistically, like, and that's just being really, really generous. Yeah. Probably two. Oh, even... I would have actually said I probably achieved two with the bomb weight. Well, yeah, because none of it was intent. It was just getting on the place. Sheer coincidence. Yeah. Just, you know, I think, yeah, I think that one was a, a flop. All right. So we'll have to call that one a draw. <laughs> What could be our next challenge? Oh, no, I feel like that's an unfair one for you. It would give me a kick to make a start. Okay, I... feel it's one too, but sure. I, no, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, right? Because <laughs> um, I do want to do it. I just keep saying on excuses not to do it. Right, well, I'll tell you what, the challenge will be... The challenge for you will be to pick out a book, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. By either Monday or Tuesday, so you'll have a whole 24 hours or a whole, four, let's say, 48 hours. You have to pick out a book, right? You have to send me the name of the book. And by the time we're recording our next podcast, I expect you to be at least a third of the way through that book. <laughs> so take your time and pick one that you think you'll genuinely like. And your challenge will be to uh, to cut through a third of that by the time we record our next podcast. And I tell you what, my challenge uh, in terms of books will be to my challenge. What well, your book that you're reading at the minute? Is that a, is that a book or the one you were telling me uh, about the, the ultra the ultra processor? It's an audio book. But I tell you what, your challenge will be of the. They've got a third of the way through your book by the time we are uh, recording our next podcast. Mm-hmm. And my part of that challenge to see is Pete will be to finish two of the three books that I'm reading at the moment. Okay. So my and my episode will be a book club. Yeah. So my challenge is to finish at least two of the three books that I'm reading right now. So I'm reading three books and listening to one, but I'm not going to count it. Uh-huh. Uh, so my challenge is to finish two of the three books. That I'm reading right now, and your challenge is to have got the third of a way through a book that you picked out. Okay. And finish well, two? Is that not about? about? Well, I'm 60 to 70% through them. Right, so, okay. for me, so for me to finish two would be the equivalent of almost one whole book. Okay. Fair enough. Because, yeah, I'm about 60, 60 to 70% of the way through two of them, and I'm 40% of the way through the third. So either way, if I finish two of those, that will be the equivalent of almost a full book. Okay, fair enough. Uh, within, before our next podcast, which will be roughly recorded in a week's time, give or take. Yep. So. I enjoyed that wee chat. Yeah. <laughs> um, talk again in a couple of weeks' time. Bye. Bye. Don't, 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 don't stop up. We'll get with it.